Hello, and welcome to Group Chat, conversations on biblical community. And in today's episode, we are discussing that very thing, biblical community. What do we mean by it, and how do we make it happen in our groups at Rush Creek? We are joined by Stan Rogers, who is the group's pastor at our Arlington Park campus. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit our website at www.rushcreek.org. Okay, thanks for tuning in again on the Group Chat Podcast from Rush Creek Church. Uh, This week we are talking about biblical community, and it's going to be a little bit of a uh, refresh episode. Um, So this is the week that we're recording from the Sunday where we preached on biblical community in the This Is Us series. Uh, So we wanted to take some time after that sermon uh, to really touch base again on on what we see as biblical community at Rush Creek and why small groups is our primary outlet for that. Uh, and I'm sitting here this morning with Stan Rogers, who is our group's pastor at the newest campus of Rush Creek, Arlington Park. Uh, Stan, thanks so much for uh, coming on with us today. Thanks. Glad to be here. So we'll dive right into it. Uh, like I said, we're just coming off a uh, sermon uh, explaining to us what is biblical community and why it matters. Uh, So for us at Rush Creek, kind of give us a a brief introduction on what it means to be in a small group and to be in biblical community at Rush Creek. Well, I think it's it's like you just said, biblical community. Uh, You know, there's a number of different types of small groups all around us that create some form of community or or. You know, just that desire for deeper relationships with other people. Uh, but a characteristic that distinguishes community at Rush Creek is that of biblical community. And, and that's really, that's its purpose. So we seek to create an environment through our small groups that uh, those who participate have this deepening desire to grow in their faith, um, their, their walk, you know, with the Lord. So that is a distinguishing characteristic, biblical community. Okay, and so we, we kind of, we use both the terms. We use biblical community and we use small group. Uh, so is there, are those the same thing or is there a, kind of a difference between those? Uh, what, you know, what do we mean by those terms? Yeah, because uh, so many people may think different things when they hear the term small group. Um so with that, you know, there are a variety of different groups that people may join or be part of or hear of. You know, this, this could be in the, in the workplace or in neighborhoods. Um, and they come together with, you know, the idea of deepening friendships through maybe common interests or, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I think of, you know, sports or, or, or book clubs, crafting, you know, these types of small groups um, form to achieve certain goals, even like, I don't know, losing weight or you know, feed the hungry, protect the environment. But when I think about what distinguishes um, these types of biblical communities that we're really about here at Rush Creek, it is that uh, Christ-centered community that forms to simply study scripture or, you know, through common interests, maybe, stuff like that. 
Um, it is a purpose, um, and that purpose is to grow intimately with each other, but through a vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, this this is described through His Word. Yeah, yeah. So let's kind of let's back up here to kind of get a better perspective of where you're coming from. Uh, so you were here at Arlington Park before it became a Rush Creek campus. Um, so kind of tell us what discipleship and community looked like at Arlington Park before Rush Creek, as opposed to what it looks like now, uh, and kind of what that transition was like. Well, the differences are huge. Uh, when, when discipleship is taught as a class, uh, the student may not be able to fully implement how a disciple looks in everyday life. Uh, so the difference is at Rush Creek, we use our small groups that meet in homes as a catalyst for discipleship in, in everyday life. Um, our, our groups emphasize that a growing disciple is to pursue a, a greater understanding of what God's Word is as, as a learner. Uh, we... We emphasize, we teach our group leaders to create a family environment who, who, who genuinely love and trust and care about each other. They look out for one another. And, and we expect our groups to actively serve together with, with a missionary's heart by regularly engaging in missional activities that, that share the light and love of Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I'm following you. Absolutely. So when I think about the differences uh, and advantages to the way we utilize our small groups, um, these groups are designed for discipleship by, prov- you know, by providing this caring and nurturing environment, but also through training and, and training our group leaders to challenge their small groups to discover ways to to connect with God and, and cultivate these uh, relationships with others within their group and even reaching out to those who are not in their group. We want them to develop healthy participation in group life and to serve together. Um, we look for our group leaders to, to strive to further deepen relationships within the group as they celebrate life changes and provide care for each other. And the other thing I really want to point out is that we, uh, we want our group leaders to dream. Dream how they can train up new leaders in order that new and vibrant small groups can, can be developed. These are just some ways that we use our small groups to do what Jesus commands us to do in Matthew 28, and that's simply to go and make disciples everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So we'll um, <clears throat> we'll kind of press on that a little bit more. Uh, we've talked about the the differences between a small group and, and kind of the traditional Sunday school approach. Um, another uh, big form of discipleship today is kind of the one on one approach: the older man and the younger man, the older woman and the younger woman. Um, and there's elements of that in a small group, I would think, and elements of that at Rush Creek. But kind of um, 
what would you say some differences between a group and that approach is, or what what attracted you um, to the idea of a small group as opposed to these other options? Well, because this seems to be the model that Jesus himself used in his ministry strategy, and therefore we just need to adopt it. You know, Jesus ministered to the masses. You know, he taught even the multitude of disciples, but he intimately poured into 12 men. And so in small groups, the leader engages the group through discussion from the Bible and and uh, he or she illustrates discipleship in their actions. So I believe, yeah, there, there are those who take the one-on-one approach. And even within our small groups, this, this can take place and does take place. But discipleship as a whole, I believe, is better when we come together um, motivated to live out our life together in in, in these small groups, not just a one-on-one environment. It's just a better way of doing it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll uh, play a little pretend here for a second. So I'm a new member at Rush Creek, a new partner at Rush Creek. That's what we call them. And um, I'm looking to join a small group. Uh, so on my first visit to my group, you know, what should I um, realistically expect uh, from a small group at Rush Creek? I think realistically the opportunity is there for each person who goes and actively engages in a small group that there's an opportunity uh, to develop deeper relationships with those who also want to grow in their faith. Um, so that's kind of the emphasis. It's The emphasis is to grow in faith through the study of God's Word. And so the opportunity is there. And that's what I would hope that uh, someone joining a group just starting out would see is that they have an opportunity there. They also, there's a, there's a, uh, a potential to experience, or to experience Christian community the way that God intended it for His church. So opportunity to deepen one's personal relationship and potential to just experience Christian community. Okay. So I'll also notice as a new as a new group member that we tend to meet in a person's home, uh, sometimes in a public place, uh, depending on you know the nature of the group. Um, but you know, as we've said before, we don't um, Rush Creek doesn't have um, Sunday morning small groups at the church. Um, it, it's a it's a out in the community type of thing. Um, can you kind of explain to us kind of what's the reasoning behind that? Well, a lot of it has to do with our lead pastor's philosophy and uh, con- conviction um, as to how best to do discipleship. You know, Rush Creek is a church of small groups. You just mentioned that 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 don't necessarily meet on Sunday mornings in some classroom. So our pastor. Uh, Pastor Russ believes in a biblical model of discipleship through small groups that um, are in circles and versus roles. Rows. And what I mean by that is just, you know, when you think about the old Sunday school model, you have a teacher who stands up in front of the class and just kind of lectures. And, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity to engage other than to listen. And so the teacher's prepared. The student is prepared to listen. 
And um, so, you know, the teacher is prepared to teach and the student is prepared to listen. And that model, again, it's, it, it just doesn't really fulfill the biblical model. So when we think about, you know, circles, it's the concept of people facing each other and engaging in conversation and, and, and further developing what the Word of God is saying. And so uh, whether that takes place in someone's home or in some of our men's or women's groups that meet in public, there's the idea of facing each other, if that makes sense to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll, um, let me give you a, a situation here because uh, I'm sure you've faced this before. Uh, I'm, there's probably people who are looking at this and, you know, they're, they're thinking, you know, I don't really need to be in a small group to be uh, a good Christian or, or to be a Christian or to be, uh, you know, part of a church or whatever. You know, it's a great thing. It's a good idea if you, if you want to do that. Uh, but it's just not necessary for me, you know, in, in my walk with Christ. Um, what would you say to a person who kind of has that view of, you know, small groups are neat, but I, I don't really need that? Well, Clayton, I think of it this way. Uh, if my car breaks down on the side of the road and I have to push it out of the way, and maybe I have to push it a couple of blocks, um, I can do that by myself. But if it's uphill or whatever, you know, it's raining or whatever, it's, it's difficult to do that by myself. And, and to have somebody come alongside or a group of people to come alongside of me and push my car out of the way, um, it's just easier. Uh, I'm going to feel encouraged and, and just with the idea of having help. And so when I think about that, that's similar to why small group community is such a, a blessing and, and, and a godsend in so many ways. Uh, it just makes life more bearable. But, you know, as a Christ follower, I just don't really believe that you can say that you don't need a biblical community and live life in obedience with God's Word. And what I mean is this, you know, Scripture addresses this type of sentiment in, in Ecclesiastes and in the book of Hebrews. You know, there are 50 plus one another statements mentioned in the New Testament even. God created us as relational beings. And when I actively engage in a small group community, I'm really able to utilize my spiritual gifting on others. And, and in return, I am blessed by the way that they use their spiritual gifts in, in this community. And Jesus himself implemented you know, the strategy of small groups as part of his public ministry while he was on earth. And, uh, and he emphasizes that through these various writers of Scripture. So, you know, God promotes this mode uh, for his church. And I, just to be honest with you, I just really believe and have experienced that this is the best way to grow in the Lord and and really uh, further in my discipleship as I practice small group living. No argument for me there. 
so Stan, I do appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your heart with us. So just in closing, uh, just kind of give us, you know, a brief summary of what your heart is for the groups at Arlington Park and all of Rush Creek and what your ultimate goal is as the leader of the small groups of this campus. Well, for, for Arlington Park, what I really want our leaders to see is the, hmm, the need of discipleship and to really emphasize that in the small group. You know, discipleship is, 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 is engaging in the Word of God. Discipleship is a prayer. Discipleship is, is caring for one another and, and, and just really having biblical community the way that I believe God intended it to be. And so what I want our leaders to do and what I want to see in our groups is that aspect of, of, of discipleship that um, just invites people to Christ, growing in their faith. Part of that is, is outreach. You know, it's not just coming uh, into the community in that living room or wherever they meet and, and just simply loving on each other. That's part of it. But it's taking that light and love of Jesus Christ to the places where they work, uh, to the places uh, in their community uh, with neighbors. It's, it's just simply... Um, being part of the community in a way that, other, that that invites others to Christ. And so that's what I think we're really emphasizing here uh, at, at the Arlington Park campus and really across all of our campuses at Rush Creek is that um, we are in a biblical community that cares and loves each other, but also the folks that are outside our walls taking that gospel message to, to them where they live. Awesome. Well, Stan, thank you so much again, and thank you guys for listening. We hope you find it helpful. Thank you for listening to Group Chat, conversations on biblical community. To learn more about Rush Creek Church, please visit www.rushcreek.org.